This is a Legacy of Laughs comedy from the golden age of radio, brought to you by RelicRadio.com. The Henry Morgan Show? Eversharp, manufacturers of Eversharp chick injector razors and blades and famous Eversharp precision writing instruments, brings you the Henry Morgan Show, featuring Bernie Green and his orchestra and a few surprises. Good evening, anybody. Here's Morgan. Thank you very much. And welcome to Bank Night. You know, most people think of banks as cold, heartless, large institutions. And they're wrong. There are small banks, too. <laughs> Have you ever really thought about banks for any reason? Well, a bank is a place where you take your money and you give it to a man behind bars. Sounds like a joke coming, doesn't it? <laughs> this man is known as a teller. Some tellers, of course, stay in the same job for years and never get anywhere. But some who get to learn the banking business soon rise to become embezzlers. <laughs> Either way, they're behind bars. That's a joke, see? That's the way we made it, starting with the first off. Since the war, the banks have become much more humanitarian institutions, especially in giving loans to veterans. Let's see how it works when a veteran walks into a bank where I'm working uh, to get a loan. Uh, uh, pardon me. Yes? Is this the first national bank and no trust company? Uh, Yes. <laughs> Uh, what can we do for you? Well, uh, I'm here to talk about a loan. A loan, certainly. For which country? <laughs> no, this is, this is a personal loan. Personal, I say. Well, we're at your service, and I'm sure we'll be able to give you the loan. But we do like to know a little something about you. Can you tell me something about yourself? Well, I'm a veteran. Next. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but, but just a second. You see, I'd like to open a hot dog stand, and I need $500. $500 for a hot dog stand. Banking circles, that's considered a great deal of mustard. Yes, it is. <laughs> but we might consider the loan if you have a good character. Uh, you weren't a second lieutenant, by any chance? Oh, no. Good. You see, I was a private. You were? So was I. Hiya, buddy. What outfit were you with? The MPs. And take your hands out of your pockets. <laughs> now, about the collateral for the loan. You own a car? Yeah, I bought a second-hand car from a used car dealer last month. I paid $1,500 for it. Well, that's worth $200. Uh... Stocks, bonds, insurance? Oh, no, my wife and I have nothing but some furniture and food. Furniture, eh? Where's your house? Oh, we just have furniture, no house. I told you, I'm a veteran. <laughs> but uh, you mentioned food. Oh, well, we keep our food in my mother-in-law's house. Just a half a dozen lamb chops. Six lamb chops, eh? That's uh, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 dollars. Anything else? <laughs> no, there's nothing else. Can I have the loan? Well, let's see. Will you sit under this bright light, please? This bright light is blinding. Yes, isn't it? Now then, you admitted you had a car and furniture, didn't you? Well, I... I didn't you, yes or no? Uh, yes, sir. What about the jewelry? What jewelry? Where'd you hide it? Who's your fence? Uh, fence? <laughs> Why, I, I, I haven't got a fence. You're I... lying. You know what it means to hold out on the, gang, the bank? <laughs> Remember, you're under oath. Oh, what do you mean? I just came in Shut here. Shut up. Who sent you? Who are you fronting for? Fronting? I want a lawyer. I want a, a lawyer. A lawyer, eh, Casey? Yeah. Give this man ten years in the vault with six percent off of good behavior. <laughs>
Well, there were some nice veterans jokes in there, but you can't expect anybody else. You know. I'd like to get your opinion about a singing group which sounded very good to me. It's the largest male quartet I ever saw. Ten men. The Harmonaires. I got you and you got you. I got you and got you. When you get to him, gonna put on the shoes. Gonna walk all over that hem. Regard him, my lord, him. One of the more fascinating aspects of the ever sharp chick injector razor is that it changes blades automatically. What this means, actually, is that the ever sharp saves you a few seconds here and there. Well, after all, at the end of a full year, this amounts to almost a minute. Perhaps even more if you hurry. Heaven only knows what you're going to do with all that extra time. I really have no interest at all in discussing it. Another dismal fact about the Eversharp Chicken Decker razor is that one may purchase the whole thing, razor and 20 blades, for a dollar and 25 cents. This saves you some money in the event you were thinking of spending more than that. <laughs> so here you are with all this extra time and money and completely bored. <laughs> Of course, you might try deep breathing exercises. Kills a lot of time. Goodness only knows what you're going to do with the money. You could repeat the words ever sharp chicken deck to razor over and over a few dozen times until you're bored to death. I assure you it would make absolutely no difference to anyone at all. Well, um... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thanks, anyway. <laughs> My coming attraction theater is doing great business. You know, that's a theater where we show nothing but the best part of the picture, the coming attractions. It's very simple. We just cut the picture down from two hours to two minutes of boredom. For instance, last week we took the pictures It Happened on Fifth Avenue, Miracle on 34th Street, and Smash Up, combined them into three minutes, called it Scratch Fender at 34th and 5th. <laughs> this week we have a very interesting bill. Gilda, Laura, Kitty, Mildred Pierce, and Men Wanted. And we're also showing newsreels this week for the first time. Here's the first one. Professor, start the newsreel. 
Fake Newsreel presents... <laughs> events of the world through the eyes of a rooster. <laughs> and here we are at the first racetrack upside down for the running of the annual $2,000 cheapskate. Uh, as you know, every year there's an important... The horses are at the post. As you know, every year there's a very important... They're off. There's creep away ahead by a... No, no, that's walk away. No, that's... Or is it? No, it isn't. What slide away out in front? I mean in back. Where is that horse? Oh, he's at the post. He's off. They're coming down the stretch. The leaders are hideaway, runaway, creep away, slide away. Bringing up the rear are crawl away, this away, and that away. And the winner is... The winner is... Max! <laughs> Governor Horatio P. Hamhock, speaking for Pathetic Newsreel from the Governor's Mansion. I am happy to present this check. Am I standing all right? <laughs> for the housing fund that the fine children of this proud state, Peter, will I kid you in the way of the camera, <laughs> have collected. I believe in housing. Can you see me all right? <laughs> yeah, I believe in housing for the people of my state. Someday... They're going to live in them. <laughs> this check for better housing for this state was sent directly to the governor's mansion. <laughs> and it will be used to maintain the governor's mansion. <laughs> and I say further... Get out of the way, Senator. Your stomach is blocking the camera. <laughs> and I say further... It's a gala day for the launching of the new destroyer, S.S. Seaweed. And here's the Admiral's wife about to swing the champagne bottle. I clip in thee in the name of my husband, Admiral Horatio B. Seaweed. A little closer to the microphone, Mrs. Seaweed. Horatio B. Seaweed. Here goes the champagne bottle and... <laughs> Oh, she missed it. <laughs> I christened thee! Mrs. Seaweed, Mrs. Seaweed, all right already. <laughs> Here goes the champagne bottle and... <laughs> missed again. I christened thee! Here goes the ship down the ways... Followed by the champagne bottle and by Mrs. Seaweed. Here comes the main feature, the coming attractions. Coming sun to fry at our regular unpopular prices. You hated her when you saw Wicked Woman. You were infuriated by Imperfect Lady. You'll be thoroughly disgusted when you see... She was cruel, wicked, ruthless. But men went mad for her because she had... A good figure. <laughs> she used men as toys, and her closet was full of them. In gripping scenes like these. Listen to me, you. What is it? I love you, Sadie Corpusel. 
You're different from all the other young women I've known. How? You're 65 years old. <laughs> I tell you, I can't live without you. Get out of my sight, Chester, quick, quick, or I'll tell on you. Tell what? I'll tell about how you robbed your old mother to pay gambling debts, how you stole from the poor box to get drunk, and that you committed four vicious murders. You tell? Yes. Sadie, you're a blabbermouth. <laughs> Besides, you know I did all those things for you. You drove me to all those crimes. And what's more? Yes. When I was finished, you drove me back. The Rotten Tomato is based on an idea suggested by the producer's three-month-old son. Sadie was unscrupulous, vicious. She ruined men's lives, trampled on their hearts. Why? Why? I don't know. That's how I've been ever since I graduated junior high. <laughs> You'll never forget the scene where Sadie meets the dangerous nightclub owner and gang boss, Duke Marotta. Hey, Rocky. Yeah, boss? Come here and let me hit you. Boss, why do you hit me all the time? Because you ain't as pretty as me. <laughs> now tell me, who's that dame sitting over there? That? That's Sadie Corpuscle. People whisper her name. Yeah? Well, tell Sadie Corpuscle <laughs> to come over here. <laughs> Suppose she won't come. I heard you, Duke Marotta. I'll break your heart like I broke all the others. I ain't got no heart. Then I'll break your leg. <laughs> oh, rough, huh? Well, when Duke Marotta wants something, he gets it. And right now, I want a kiss. Give me a kiss. No. When I want a kiss, I get it. No. No, huh? Rocky. Yeah, boss? You give me a kiss. <laughs> Yes. You're a worse flight than I am. But I love you. That's why I hate you, Sadie Corpuscle. When you see the rotten tomato, you'll say, here is a girl who will go far. And what's she waiting for? Your heart will break as Sadie lies dying and faithful Chester returns to her side. Sadie, what's happened to you? You look terrible. Oh, Chester, I am dying. You look worse than that. You're so pale. You're so thin. Do something. You expect me to gain weight while I'm dying? Don't die, Sadie. Listen to me. Listen to me. All right. Say something. Even that short time we was married, and you were so cruel to me. I knew you was really affectionate and loving. How did you know? I watched you with other men. <laughs> Sadie. Yes? Give me a little old something to remember you by. Any little old something. Any little thing. Give me back that expensive diamond ring. No, Chester. I want to keep this diamond ring for these last precious moments. All right, then. Drop dead. Sadie Corpuscle. Don't miss this picture. You'll get a strange sensation from the Rotten Tomato. At the Henry Morgan Theater, we're coming attraction. <laughs> Once again, we take great pain... Oh, don't sound so serious. I couldn't say Once again, we take great pain in presenting the Henry Morgan Trouble Clinic. Mr. Morgan is eminently qualified to solve all personal problems. 
having once spent 15 minutes thumbing through the magazines in a psychoanalyst's waiting room. His huge library contains the complete works of Dorothy Dix and 15 bound volumes of Little Orphan Annie. And here he is now, Mr. Morgan. Good evening. Our first case, sir, is the case of Mrs. R.T. Hello. You are Mrs. R.T.? Yes. Are you Mr. Morgan? I'll ask the questions, if you please. <laughs> now, as I understand it, you are Mrs. R.T. and I am Mr. Morgan. Is that right? Yes, sir. I'll answer the questions, if you please. <laughs> Tell me, madam, when did you first begin to have these headaches? I don't have any headaches. I must remind you, madam, that I'm not a doctor. If you have no headaches, you should consult your physician. Yes, sir. Please don't touch the microphone. <laughs> now, as I understand it, when the FBI closed in, your husband took it on the alarm, and you were left alone with the baby. Is that correct? No, Mr. Morgan. That was the case you had last week. Yes, that's right. I got to do something about these blinding headaches. <laughs> well, let's review a minute as far as we've gone. I am Mrs. R.T. and you are Mr. Morgan. Is that right? Well, if you say so. No, we'll go on from there. Please don't touch the microphone. Well, when I was ten years old, I was living with my mother and father. Uh, no and... uh, names, please. There were just the three of us. Uh, and... No numbers, please. Well, I mean, I was living with these relatives uh, and Just I... a moment, if you please. Am I to understand that at the age of ten, you were sponging on your parents for a living? <laughs> you were uh, so utterly lacking in self-respect that you forced yourself upon these people and demanded that they support you. Is that right? Uh, no. I was supporting them. I was working in a sawmill. <laughs> oh, I see. You were, were you? Yeah. In other words... I'm to understand that you were working in a sawmill, were you? Yes, sir. There was a smokehouse just across the road, uh, and he... No smoking, please. <laughs> well, it was there I met my husband, the father of my children. You met these two men at the smokehouse? <laughs> no, it was the same man. Please, please, madam, remember we're on the air. <laughs> now, what is your problem? Would you like to go first? I'm glad you asked me. My problem, madam... Please don't touch the microphone. Uh, forgive me. Uh, you are uh, Mr. Morgan? No names, please. Oh, these blinding headaches. Well, as I was walking across the lawn... No trespassing, please. All right, then. Drop dead. Sadie Corbuzzle. <laughs> So far, we've only made 12 mistakes. What a night. Uh, we now present one of the most celebrated musical duets of our time. Two fine musicians, one of whom studied for years with Hagenbeck Wallace, and the other a graduate of the Sells Floto School. These two fine artistes play a magnificent concerto conceived and arranged by Bernie Green.
agree. The four biggest shaving nuisances are the time it takes to shave, razor nicks and skin irritation, the nuisance of cleaning razors, the nuisance of unwrapping blades. Eversharp Schick Injector Razor banishes these four nuisances forever. Ends nuisance number one. No time wasted. Nationwide tests have proved Eversharp Schick Injector Razor at least 50% faster, 100% safer, 200% smoother. Ends nuisance number two. It's safer. Patented guard bar prevents skin irritation. Even under nose, Eversharp shaves clean and smooth without skin irritation. Ends nuisance number three. Nothing to take apart or put together. World's easiest razor to clean. Just rinse under faucet, shake, and put away. Ends nuisance number four. No blades to unwrap. Fingers never touch the blade. Just push-pull, click-click. Because Eversharp shakes the world's one and only razor with the automatic blade changer that locks a keen new blade, the world's sharpest blade, in correct shaving position instantly. For the world's quickest, easiest, cleanest shave, get an Eversharp Schick injector razor. It's a dollar seventy-five cent value, but special now for only a dollar and a quarter, complete with twenty blades. Buy yours tomorrow. <laughs> And now, before the concert continues, a few words from our music critic, Professor Ivan Ivanovich Morgan. If you please, Professor. Music lovers. <laughs> a few words about the composer Ipolitov Ivanov. In first place, is that. <laughs> In second place, he was born in small town. Of course, it's larger now. Some people moved in. A lot moved out, too. But some people who lived there had children. Some didn't. That's the way it was in those days. Today, there's nobody. No, no. Yes, there's a few people. <laughs> Two or three hundred thousand, but they don't like it. No, 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 no. Yes, some of them like it. <laughs> but uh, they don't live there. They live in Smirsk. Smirsk is on the seashore. 
or near it. Not on it. Poops is on it. In poops is always sunshine. Rains too. About 300 days a year. But the rest of the time, five. You know something about poops there? You couldn't see your face in front of your head. Oh, gee. You could see it, but you wouldn't like it. Ippolito Pivanov didn't write a single note music until he was four years old. <laughs> then, he wrote a single note of music. <laughs> that you call talent. <laughs> I don't call that talent. <laughs> you know what I call talent? Talent. <laughs> Say, you know something? Smears is on the seashore. <laughs> Of a lake. The people there love to go fishing. No fishing, but lake. But to go fishing, you don't need fish. <laughs> you need a boat. There they don't have boats. <laughs> I used to have a boat. Oh, yes. Sold it. Then I bought another boat. Still got it. That's the way it was in those days. <laughs> You know, at one time, they considered Ippolito Ivanov the greatest composer in Russia. They considered him the best-dressed fellow. They considered him a genius. They considered him a nobleman. They considered for a while and then rejected him. <laughs> he didn't care, but he was heartbroken. <laughs> of course, today he's dead, but at that time he wasn't. <laughs> Unless I got the wrong date, which is impossible. It's possible, sure. <laughs> possible. But I don't think so. Unless I'm wrong. That's possible. That's possible. It could happen to anybody. Except me. <laughs> and now a word about the orchestra. Things. <laughs> and one last word about the composer, Ippolito Vivanov. If he was here today, I'd be surprised. For birthdays, weddings, anniversaries, and business gifts, remember, the best gift of all is an Eversharp CA pen. Buy yours tomorrow during the sensational Eversharp CA pen sale. Buy now and save as much as 60%. Contrary to rumors, Morgan will be on the same corner in front of the cigar store next week at the same time. Eversharp, manufacturers of Eversharp chick injector razors and blades, invite you to tune in same time, same station next week when Eversharp will again bring you the Henry Morgan Show. This is Charles Irving saying goodnight for Eversharp. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company. That's it for this time, but there's always more old-time radio at relicradio.com. Thousands of episodes of every variety offered for free, thanks to you, the listeners. If you'd like to help support this and all of the shows, please visit donate.relicradio.com or visit the website and click on the Donate button for more information. Thanks for joining me today. I'll be back soon with another installment of A Legacy of Laughs. Thank you.